Welcome back to the DS Chronicles, a Demon Slayer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chad. I'm Ronnie. And today we're covering Demon Slayer Season 1, Episode 26, New Mission. Probably the best episode of the season. I knew you were going to say that. You know how I knew you were going to say that? Because you said that in the Chainsaw mm-hmm. podcast we did the other day. Is that when I said it? I knew that I said it. I couldn't remember when I did, though. You did. You did. So I was excited to talk about it with you. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I mean, action-wise, it wasn't that crazy, but it got me so excited for the setup of Season 2, I think. And every, as someone who's watching this episode by episode and haven't gone on, everyone who, you know, interacts with us as we've been putting these out, just talk, they're like, oh, I can't wait for you guys to get to Season 2. Oh, I can't wait for Ronnie to see Season 2. Yep. Oh, when you guys get to Season 2, it's going to be crazy. So I've kind of been like... Ronnie's gonna mess his pants when you get to season two yeah I've kind of been working my way through it now that we're you know knocking on the door and this kind of leads us into it I'm like wow here we are very quickly what was the most exciting part of this episode the first half of the episode okay that's first half of the episode and we'll talk about it a little bit later I was kind of mad when we got to the second half of the episode because I was like why did they not flip these two parts in the end, I kind of see why, but I still think it could have been done a little differently. We'll talk about it when we get there. All right. Well, let's just get right into it. So, we start off with Tanji and Butterfly Jr. Um, they're going at it, okay? The official score of their little cup game is 10 to 10, um, and she's still not talking. Still not talking. During this whole thing, she's just got the very monotone-looking face. I mean that's not a thing, but but it is. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. I think everyone else does too. Like her face was just very monotone. Yeah, no real facial expressions. Right. She's like a baby. But she still. <clears throat> I've been accused once or twice in my past of having an RBF resting bitch face. She doesn't. Luckily for her, she doesn't really have a resting bitch yeah. face. It's kind of a resting content face. Exactly. Yeah, at least resting bitch face is still like a personality within itself. Okay. The face that she has is like almost like a a robot. Yeah. More like a robot. And I'm not, you know, I don't like for people to think I'm a bitch. It's more just like I'm trying to put off an aura of like, I don't want to talk to you. Don't talk to me. Yeah. (laughs) And I get that. Whenever I see you with that face, I'm like, okay, I won't talk to Ronnie today until he eats his lunch. (laughs) So. Uh, So Tanji says he's going for a run. While keeping up his technique, his little breathing technique. What do you think could be an equivalent for us running around doing total concentration breathing? I would say... Um, I've got my first answer here. I'm wondering what if you're skipping. Skipping while uh, being normal. I don't know. Okay, not very good at all. I, I don't know. I, you put I, me on the spot. I, right? had, I did. Um, but I was on the spot when I asked myself this question. This is what I came up with, which is a better answer. Running with your butt cheeks clenched together at all times. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's that's tough. Because it's tough. A lot of runners shit themselves. Did you know that? I've heard that. When you run like ultra marathons and stuff, you just, it all comes out. On accident. They, yeah, well, yeah, because they're not doing the technique the whole time. And once that happens, like, I don't understand how you can keep moving forward. You just do, Ronnie. You don't let a little turd. It, you just get wear in your like way. tight enough britches to where you keep it in there, so it's not getting loose or like. Or it just comes right out. Yeah. Okay. Shorts. They wear short shorts. Yeah. So. But yeah, he's doing that while he's running, um, and he basically forces his besties to come with him, just because they see him being all motivated, and they're like, "Well, shit, I guess we got to do it." And too. everyone needs that friend. Everyone. I don't think we have that friend. Not really, but we got to have someone. To we have each other more. to motivate us. Throughout different things in yeah. life. And I think we do an alright job. Like you motivated me as... in the Patreon episode. Patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad. You motivated me to buy a fedora. Right. Yeah, yeah, So Ronnie and Chad fall vlog coming soon. Are you going to an Apple? Oh, yeah. Should everyone get excited? So a few months earlier. Um, Did you actually buy that fedora? I haven't Not, yet, but okay, I'm going all right, to. You've all motivated right. me to think about buying it. Okay. <laughs> so a few months earlier... Um, we go to this endless building of upside down buildings. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Um, you're not going to like this, but it's what I thought of initially. Once you get into the inside, it's kind of, it reminded me of the Hogwarts castle, uh, moving staircase. Um, dork. Now 
you are 26 year old watching an anime, so I don't like you saying that because everyone. Oh, I'm a 26 year old watching an anime. Yeah, I am, and so are you. Now that was Travis's microphone, absolutely just taking a dive off the table. Hopefully, it's not broken, but if it is, that's the microphone that needed to break because he's not that important. <laughs> yeah. And push it forward. Don't let that happen, Travis. Come on. Right. So, we have some lower moons here, okay? Lower uh, 12 Kizuki. And they think that this woman that appears with some nice makeup on... Well, did, can you talk about the girl playing a sitar with a nacho first? With a nacho? Yeah, it looks like a big... <laughs> it looks like a big chip, but it, obviously <laughs> okay, it's not. Yeah. It's some sort so of... It's a big pick? Pick, but yeah, it a looks like a nacho. A big nacho chip, yeah, yeah. She is playing a... What is it called? I had an eight before this. And that's the other thing. I called it a sitar. It's very likely a different instrument. Sitar ukulele is... Ukulele, maybe? No, definitely not a ukulele, because it's quite big, and if you were playing a ukulele with a giant nacho like she is, you would look ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's doing that. And every time she presses it, what happens? Uh, every time she plays the instrument, what happens? Because I, I don't know. That's what I'm kind of confused. She, like, forces... Sound waves. It's like a sound wave metamorphosis of... Mm-hmm. Uh, keep going building infrastructure yes yeah that was actually right here in my notes that's crazy so they think that it's this woman's uh demon blood art that is causing this weird building sensation um i yeah i did i did put that she was using an old acoustic ukulele i guess i was wrong on that you are right a ukulele is definitely much much smaller much smaller um, but yeah, it's all the lower ranks gathered together, um, except for one. Okay, there's only five. Wait, Which, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I knew right. I mean, did you understand what was going yeah, on? Yeah, that was the Rui, right? Yeah, he had, he had unfortunately passed. Yeah, um, tragically. Yeah, tragically passed. So a woman appears. She's got terrific makeup on. My first thought: very pretty. Wow. A very lovely lady, and she tells them to lower their heads and bow. Okay, she sure does. Doing this. When they realize that this is Suzon, I mean Muzon. <laughs> that was my thought. That was my thought. I was like, "Oh wow, so pretty!" And then they talk, and it was Muzon. I was like, So we're going to call him Suzon for the sake of it okay, this episode. I like, it. I like that. And uh Yeah, he's beautiful. This just proves that he was playing a dad, okay? He was playing the role of a dad. Now he's playing the role of a beautiful woman. What is what's to come? What's to come on this guy? I don't I mean, wow, if he would stop um you know, slaying all these people and destroying people or uh, fellow demons, what kind of act could he have on Broadway? Oh, he'd be uh, what's it called? Who is the really famous actor that's very good at his role? If he could do what? Uh, oh, you were going with the dude, Robin. You- Robin Williams. He's played multiple women in films, mm-hmm. featured films. Mrs. Doubtfire. Did you yep. see it? It's a great film. You saw it? Yeah. Okay, I did. Um, how about uh, Tyler Perry? Med- Tyler Perry. The Medea yep. films. He's probably Medea been films. in that you know that woman's body more so than any other uh, Eddie Murphy on screen. Yes, he was, of course, uh, Mr. Nugent, or uh, what what's was his it? name? Uh, what was it? I know it. Norton. You're... Norton, he was that big, fat dude. Okay, so not a woman. Well, he was a woman as well. He was a woman. What was he in a woman? It was when she goes down that water slide, right? Uh, there might have been a water, slime, water Wait, slide. In the anyways, film. he plays a 500-pound man. When was Eddie Murphy, and you think that's like a woman? What are you trying to say there? When I'm saying Eddie that's a Murphy. He played a different role because he's not a 500 pound man. Film. Okay, I'm looking up when was Eddie Murphy filmed as a woman, as Mama Clump in the Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. Yeah, that's the same film, Nutty Professor. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> he plays multiple. Yeah, yeah. Now talking about Broadway, can you name a um, a play actor? A, Cats. A, no, not a play. James Corden. An actress and, or an actor. James Corden. James Corden is the star of Carpool Karaoke. Yeah. And apparently, a bit of a dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. So you don't have anything? Uh, I got one. 
She's like the one that Vanessa does. Hudgens. She still does that. The High School Musical Broadway. Okay. okay, I don't think she does the High School Musical Broadway. I think, I think she does. Yeah, uh, I think she just posts really hot pictures on Instagram that people like. Her nudes, back including in the day. myself. Dude, when she had nudes when I was like thirteen, what a I world! Could not help myself but look. What that up. a world! Um, that uh, Adina Menzel chick. Oh yeah. You know, then she she. She's one that works on stage and on the screen. Right. Good for her. What a what is singing well. voice? What a singing voice. Um, Derek Huff. Really? Is that one? I've never heard of him. You've never heard of Derek Huff. Let me look it up. Is look he up a professional dancer? That's what I'm seeing here. Yeah. He was a professional dancer on the ABC dancing competition series Dancing with the Stars. Correct. Professional Latin and ballroom dancer, choreographer, actor, and singer. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's also the judge on Dancing with the Stars now. One of the judges. Was he in a play? Why are you? Why do you know so much uh, about Derek Huff? Yeah, him and Julianne Huff, his sister. They they're uh, they were in plays and films. And I gotta take your word for it. All right. Good looking guy. Yes, he is. His sister used to be very attractive as well. Um. So yeah, Suzanne tells them to not speak that their worthless thoughts and to just answer his or her questions and nothing else. All these guys look pretty dope, by the way. They do. They do. I. I like all pretty small in stature, right? No one really has like a intimidating presence, but they all look, you know, spooky. And you've got that one gentleman who's like, uh, he looks out of it. He's we see more of him later on. He's got the longer <laughs> hair, but he looks like he's just in in a gaze seeing mm-hmm. Suzanne. You know, so he explains that Rui, a lower five, was killed, or sorry, a lower six was killed. Um, and then he starts pointing, he starts pointing out that the lower Kizuki, they all suck. They all suck. That's, he's basically saying that they all suck and that the upper ranks, they haven't changed in a hundred years. They've been the same for a hundred years. Which is a great little nugget, I thought. Which just shows the difference in his little ranking system. The lower are significantly lower than the upper ranks. Well, I mean, it, like it helped me because we've been—I believe we had a brawl about that because you were like, "Oh yeah, he just—he's like replacing these guys like nothing," and then I was kind of like, "Oh well, I think there's probably you know there's a lot of there's a pretty big vetting process in becoming a lower six. It almost seems like he is—he's a little bit more generous assigning lower six things because he's got his big six that that's the one that he really cares about." Right. Now, what I'm mad about is don't call him the 12 moons then. You know? You know, I think he's being a little too generous. Yeah, it sounds like it's the six moons and then like six... I can't even say stars. Stars are bigger than moons. They're more like six... um, Comets? mm, Comets seems way too impressive as well. Uh, Just six, seven, eleven. Plutos. There you go. Yeah, six convenience stores. What is Pluto again? It's well, it it's was a planet, planet then it now? wasn't a planet, then it was a planet again. I think they were like, Oh, that was kind of annoying when we made it not a planet. What is Pluto? I'm on it. Don't you worry. I said Plido. Thank God they knew what I meant. It's a dwarf planet. Dwarf planet, of course. Yeah, they're dwarfs. They're six dwarfs. Six dwarfs, there you go. Yeah, he says that the upper ranks are always the ones that dispose of the Hashiras. Um so, I mean that's I wonder how many they've actually exposed. That just had me, that had my brain churning. If they've been around for 100 years, how many Ashiras have they actually killed? Who knows? Yeah, then he questions them. He's like, what have you lower ranks even done? As one of the lower ranks thinks to himself, um, well, that's easy for you to say. Ugh. While, Yikes. <laughs> while Suzanne just repeats the exact thoughts that he just thought which Spooky. is terrifying that is terrifying because you that is like a moment where you have to think so quickly on your feet but don't think you know you know what i mean yeah i mean you're you're kind of fucked either way right there's, there's no, no way, way there's it. no way you can stop having thoughts am i wrong no you're not wrong you've got to think about having other thoughts to throw them off that is what you got to do yeah that's what you have, you have to immediately be like but here's the thing you immediately have to start thinking things like, oh, Muzan is so strong and powerful. I love him. I would literally be... I would literally stroke him. Yeah. You're like, oh, and now that he's a woman, I would do whatever he wants for me to please him. But then if you're going in that thought process, 
either he's got to be paying attention to something else or you have to do it without having the thought process of like, okay, I'm going to start talking about how I'm going to stroke him off in my mind and just do it. You have to like seamlessly yeah. just go there without thinking about, okay, I got to do this to survive. Now, can he can he read the thoughts of any demon in, on the, in the world or does he have to be near him like this? I wonder if it's a case where I all of them probably have some of his blood. If he gives you your, if he gives you his blood, can is that how he does it, or can he do all demons, or can he do all people? You know, that's a good point because if you are a part of the twelve Kizuki, he's giving you a little bit of blood. At least. Yeah, as of right now, I'm operating under the uh, assumption that it's only if he gives you his blood. Okay, that I he like can that. like read your mind because it's yeah. like you got a piece of him. Like Nezuko, he couldn't do right. Well, I've Ooh. got I've got theories that he Nezuko has some of his blood. So I don't know if I've said that on podcast. Okay, because we know he was there that fateful day. He was there that fateful day. He's the one that did it, right? So, so you were just full. Well, yeah, I mean, but did he just turn her with his like saliva or his actual blood? You know, I don't know. Is there because we saw him scratch somebody and then and they then instantly they turned. turned. So I don't know. Yeah. I it's think for story purposes, if she doesn't have some of his blood, they made a blunder. Way more interesting if she's okay. got his blood. So he tells him to go ahead and say it, child. And then this uh, lower demon, he begs for forgiveness, but Suzon grabs him with a crazy arm type deformed blob mm-hmm. thing and just completely devours him. He sure does. He sure does. <laughs> Does this make you scared of Muzan? Do you think he's... This made me way more... I thought that he was... From what I had seen before, I was like, all right. Muzan's the kind of guy, he's calm, collected. He's obviously very evil, but he's like... The very dangerous type of evil in the sense of he's very calculated. After seeing this episode, he might be a little bit more bananas than I initially had thought. Okay. Like he snaps pretty hard. These uh, some of these guys, I don't think they did anything. He can. The fact that he can just eat demons too is pretty wild. Um, He's blaming them the same way that I blame Travis for cer- certain things. Yeah. For example, our Wi-Fi at the house is shit. Anytime the Wi-Fi is bad, even if I'm playing games with Travis, I just assume that he's doing something on his phone. And he can do something as simple as me being like, hey, did you turn the Wi-Fi off on your phone? And he, if he says yes too quick, I still think it's him. That's what yeah. Muzan's doing with these guys. He is, and it makes you think that the only reason he has these people around, because he could just kill all of them if he wants to, is to just throw throw uh, off the scent of his trail to the Demon Slayers. He just doesn't want to get caught by the Demon Slayers, so then he creates these people just to basically be the... What do you call it? Decoys. Mm-hmm. He asked them if they are more afraid of the demon slayers than they are of him. And, you know, at this point, the rest of the lower Kizuki, they're just absolutely shitting their pants. Well, one of them's basically crying to where Suzan then says, we keep no soft bitches on the squad and devours her instantly. That was, is that what he said? <laughs> I don't think he said that. He didn't say it, but I could tell that's what he wanted to say. It was say, just right? funny that you read it. You said it like you were reading notes, <laughs> which that's probably what your notes say. That's what my notes say, but he didn't say it. Right. I don't In think my, it's a quote. my head canon, he said it. One of them did, then decides, oh shit, it's over, and then just starts running through this maze of buildings slash whatever world we're in right now. Um, another one calls him a fool, and then boom, he instantly gets decapitated while I he's mean, like. I mean, you yeah, just don't going. do that. Don't call him a fool. While Muzan says that he's dismantling the lower ranks, that they only need the upper unit. They are now to so be the six moons. Yep. We have two left kneeling, where one just begs for his life, okay? This would so be you, Ronnie. You wouldn't be all calm and collected. You mm-hmm. would be begging for your life. I certainly would. Saying that he swears he can be of use to him. He begs for Muzan's blood too. That was that. That's what I would not do, though. You that's, wouldn't beg for that's his blood. That's too assumption. Too assumptious is being like, all you got to do. That sounds like a drug addict. Yeah, it does. Like, just give me some now, and then that's gonna be the thing that I need to get me through the over the hill. You got to just keep 
just really laying it on thick without saying something like that. As soon as he said that, I was like, and he's dead. Yeah, but what about this part where he says that he will become stronger and fight for him? I mean, it's right. It's right. It's just, but it's, once again, it's like the drug druggie being like, it's just going to help me focus more on what I need to yeah. accomplish, and then that will put me on the right track. It's like Jesse being like, Jesse Pinkman saying he just needs some, <coughs> he just needs to do some extra meth so he can sell more of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He then tells him to remember your place, okay? And Muzan says, all authority is mine. I am absolute. You deserve to die. Don't tell me what to do. Okay. He's not wrong. These people, sorry, not people. These demons are pretty weak when it comes to somebody like Muzan. Is there any demon, do you think, that stands a chance against fighting Muzan? Um, at this time, I would have to say no. Although I want to see these top six. It's interesting, him talking about how good the top six are. I mean, more than 100 years. Look at this guy. Look at Muzan. None of those top six have made him mad enough in 100 years that... Or maybe they know he's that strong. They're like, we're not fucking with him. I know, but still, how do you... I mean, look at some of these things these poor minor six did. Some of them weren't that big of a deal. That is very true. Like, and, and you would think, does he get not get scared if like the top six get too powerful? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, what if they turn on me, you know, that's why they either have to be, and this is probably what it is. I honestly think the second thing I'm getting ready to say is probably probably a little bit more interesting. But Muzan seems to have this all under control. They have to be such blowhards for Muzan that it's just never an issue, or what would be more interesting is that they are so strong that while he is the leader, he knows that, you know, say two or three of them team up on him. He's got kind of an issue. So it's more of like a democratic system. Okay. I like that. That'd be pretty cool. If he was actually a little bit afraid of them. Yeah. But I'm thinking that it's probably more not just the case. like they all just kind of suck his cock. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking. And it's probably like, well, why would we kill him? You know, what reason do we have to actually kill this guy? He's given us like this power, anyways. We're kind of we get to live forever, you know. Yeah, but that, know. all that stuff still plays if he's dead. That's true. Well, maybe not though. Think about it. If he's the controller of all demons, what if he dies? All demons go away, or all demons die. That maybe. could be the case if that they killed the, him. That could be the case. Hmm. So we got the final demon left of the of the five that were there, and he's still kneeling there. Um, while Muzan said, uh, he asks him if he has any final words. How about the guy that ran? He's just decapitated watching right now. <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> just the combination of like, he started to run. It's like, all right, let's see how that works out for him. And then, yeah, they decapitate him. And then he just hangs around for a little while. Yeah. The demon then says to die by your hand in person is like a, a dream come true. This is the guy that I said was like in awe earlier. You can tell he's a fanatic. And he says he would love, he enjoyed hearing the demon's last gasps. The other demons that died, which is just brutal. But Yeah. Now this is the kind of method that I would love to play. I'm just not sure I'm smart enough to do it. I think I would fall back into like what you were saying, like, Oh, just give me more time. Give me another chance. I can help you. What this person's doing is so like it's so smart. Thanking them. Thank you for letting me be the last yeah. one you kill. And he says he loves the despair of others. It's so smart, but, <laughs> yeah. but at the same time, he I think he actually truly thinks this too. Because if he didn't think this and he was playing mind games, Muzan would have caught on and killed him instantly. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a weirdo, and he, that's how he got away with it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Muzan enjoys this and sends a knife right into the neck of this lad. Yeah, Muzan's got me on a fucking yo-yo, bro. Get, he gives him an ample amount of blood that might possibly kill him. Okay, that's the cool thing about I this. I thought initially he was just killing him. He then says, kill a, kill a Hashira of the Demon Corps and I'll give you more blood. Especially if you kill the one wearing the... Han, how do you say that? I don't know. I Hanfuda? don't have it in my notes, so I couldn't tell you. Hanfuda earrings. And then the ukulele starts playing. Yeah. She yep. plays her tune, sending this battered demon back to the real world. So that that's pretty cool that if that is her demon blood art or whatever, Muzan's just using her as his like uh, his little 
hideout. What if that is one of the top six moons? Oh, I like that. Yeah. That might be, actually. It's like a case where it's like, oh, they were right in front of our face, and we didn't even know until later on we meet them. Like, oh, shit. Nacho Sitar has been one of them all along. <laughs> Nacho Sitar. Yeah, what if he doesn't... What if Muzan doesn't even have any, like, crazy demon blood art? He's Nacho just Sitar, by the way, sounds kind of like a dope name. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that person does. That sounds like a sick, like, gamer tag. Yeah, Nacho yeah. Sitar. Like, next time I make a character in, like, a game and I'm just, like, this really badass... something, I'm gonna be Nacho Sitar. <laughs> Nacho Sitar. Oh, I actually wanted to ask you, too. Somebody mentioned this right here. Yeah, ask me about it. Um, I didn't know if this was from Demon Slayer or Chainsaw Man, but we need to cover this real quick. Sorry for the tag, but don't think anyone has said yet, so just a heads up. Kobani is pronounced as Kobani. Are you fucking talking about Chainsaw Man on Demon Slayer? Is that Slayer? Chainsaw Man? Yes. Okay. Who is Kobani? You are just the worst. It's the little barrette girl in Chainsaw Man. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Why did you pull that up 20 well, minutes into it? So, it, sounded, it sounded like a demon slayer. <laughs> You're like, by the way, this isn't in my notes or anything like that, but uh, 20 minutes in, I'd like to take it aside to talk about our other podcast show and how we say yeah. the name. So then this guy, he gets it back to the real world. He... He's going to do exactly what Muzan said. That's also, his plan. Not only that, the actual mission itself, Muzan didn't say. He sent the mission via tr- blood transfusions. Did you pick up oh, on yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it, Muzan didn't say anything. It was just gave him the blood, warped him out, and then when he's there, he's like, he just knew what he had to do. Pretty cool. So then maybe that maybe that uh, that tells us what we need to know about the upper six, since he's giving them blood and stuff there. Not like mind controlled, but kind of with mm, the blood. True. To where they just have to. They follow. might be. So Betty Croker comes swooping in, saying the casualties of the Mugen train are increasing. Forty are missing, and you are to join. Do a Betty Rin- Croker impression. Don't. This is the ah, most. That is the most boring Betty Croker moment on. If you do it, do that you want way. me to actually try to sound like him? I mean, just do something to make it. I mean, Betty's our ah. Betty's our guy, and for ah. him to just come on screen and you just be like, oh, and then Betty Croker comes on screen, gives us our next mission, and then we bid them adieu. Betty the Croker, okay, he comes on screen. Yeah. To our teammates, and our what is loyal it? fan base, and what does he sound like? And he's sounding like this. That's the noise he makes when he comes in, and he's saying the casualties of the Mugen train are increasing. Now that's more Betty like. Forty are missing, and you are to join Rengoku at once. That's my guy, Betty. So that's the next mission for our gentlemen. Okay, it's uh, it's the three that we know. It's Inosuke, Zenitsu, and Tanjiro. Zenitsu, your favorite. Uh, Tanjiro, my favorite. So, we go to the master to see that he decided to send Tanjiro to the train. This was actually the master's doing. Like you said, he controls Betty Croker. Doesn't control Betty. No one controls Betty. No, Betty's... But he sends the messages via Betty Croker. Betty's an independent man who doesn't need no man. Yeah. He asked Shinobu what made her recommend him. Oh, wow. So, it's not even the master now. It's Shinobu. She talks about his potential and his pure soul, which we all know. Yeah, we and knew that about that. His father used to use the fire breathing technique. It's getting interesting here. Not so the flame breathing technique. Something different there. The fire, di- breathing fire breathing technique, breathing, which gave the master a little look, like he was kind of shocked by that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about this being possible for Tanjiro to use as well, and he says that destiny may be the. Uh, he said this could be destiny, and then. The flame Hashira could possibly teach him as well. Do, do you think the master was a uh, fire breathing? Don't user? ask. Oh, okay. He's got burns. He has burns. That's why I'm asking. You play too close to the fire, you might get burned. That's what people say. And if you're playing, if you're a fire dancer uh, breather, that's literally you playing with fire. So, I think he could have possibly been. He's not Tanjiro's dad, because we've seen what Tanjiro's dad looked like. Okay, all right. But he might have known him. Yeah, or remember my remember my theory. It's Irokodaki. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or, or how about this? He wasn't a fire... What is it, a fire... Fire breather. Oh, okay, it is fire breather? 
Um, fire breather is him. Flame is Rengoku. Okay. It was just they were dancing with a fire, so I kept wanting to say dancer, but it's fire breather. Or he became the way he is because of a fire breather. Oh, like he was a bad guy, but now he turned good. Or there was a bad guy that had a bad fire breather. Do you think Tanjiro's dad was a bad guy? Maybe. Not ruling it out. So that's what Ronnie's take of the day. Tanjiro's dad, very bad guy. I'm just throwing a bunch of different things at the wall, hoping something sticks. So we got Tanjiro back inside at one of the buildings where he gets bumped out of the way by the guy from the final selection, the dickwad that tried to kill the little robots. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And he yells at him. Yeah, he he yells at him. Tanjiro says something back to him, and this guy just completely ignores him. Yeah. So, and it's, wrecked, it, it was the right way to do it because Tanji was too loud. Yeah. It's been a while. Glad to see you're doing well. So, yeah. Th- and that almost seems fake. He's so it nice. Seems it seems fake. fake. Yeah. But poor Tanji, it's not fake. That, you know, there's people in life that do stuff like that, and you think, well, that seems fake, but really they're being genuine. They just don't know how to do it right. properly. That's Tanji. It's a fine line. You mm-hmm. know, you better know my family if you're asking how my family is. Yeah. Don't be one of those, uh, how's the family? It's like, well, you saw him one time at a baseball game. Don't ask me. Yeah. Don't ask me about my family. They're fucking My great. father's declining rapidly. He's aging quicker than right before our eyes. Yeah. His hair is getting grayer but, every day. But guess what? You don't really care, so don't ask Yeah, you me. don't care. Unless you've known him. Unless you've known him for more than two weeks then you can say it so tanji finds kanoa and thanks her for everything where she then smiles at him how about this ronnie a showing smile. a little emotion she pulls out the old coin flips it and it lands on tails she talks by saying all i all i did was follow my teacher's instructions and there's no need to thank me goodbye <laughs> just like that <laughs> all goodbye. right Tanji should have just been like, well, it was an honor talking to you. Thank you. He tries to get more out of her, and she says that she flips this to decide when I haven't been told what to do. Uh, the coin decides for her, which is Ugh. just brutal. Yeah. Tra- trauma alert. But a good idea for a video. Let's just one day we take a coin and we just two-face it slash, uh, what's her name again? Kanoa. Kanoa. We just two-face Kanoa it. And every decision, we just flip a coin, we see where we end up. Yeah. She says, heads means she wouldn't have spoke to him, and tails means that she would. And then she goes, goodbye. <laughs> just wants him out of there. This is so you, Ronnie. You don't like talking to people. I would have had a, a double-sided coin of heads. This is why I'm nervous about the vlogs, because I'm going to be talking to everybody. I'm going to be uh, just self-indulging in myself. And just speak, <laughs> yeah. speaking very loudly to the camera and to the right. everything. And I'm just going to have the sweatiest of hands. Yeah. And you're just going to not talk. The sweatiest of hands, people. never looking at you or the camera, just around and all the people thinking, what the fuck are those guys doing? And then I'm just going to go, what's up, guys? Welcome back. And have a positive attitude, like I always do. Because I love life and I love people. All right, buddy. We'll see about that. So nothing matters to her. She can't decide for herself. And then Tanji asks if he can flip it. And he just takes it right from her. He takes the coin, tosses it up to decide if she's going to listen to the voice in her heart from now on. I mean, what a nice thing for him to say right here. Yeah, very sweet. Because he realizes, like, I mean, all of us do. She's been through some shit, and that's not healthy. And it's honest, not a healthy way to go. What do we life. think about Shinobu and um, yeah. know, the master that they haven't thought of this ruse before? Right. I kept waiting for her to like slice the coin in the air. Get, spoiler alert: she doesn't. Yeah, Shinobu needs to do better because her sister passed. Right. Mm-hmm. Shinobu well, yeah, needs to do like, better. Yeah, I just like how do you not do if you know she's got this coin system? How are you just like well? the coins says all yeah as soon as tanji hears about the coin he's like what he's like well let me just flip it we'll figure this out and she's just like she's like oh no one's ever done that before i don't know how i'm supposed to react (laughs) so heads means that she has to follow her heart okay so he flips it way up in the air to where he almost loses it absurd amount of hang time yeah cannot do that and it lands on heads he grabs her hand and then says, good luck, and to just let your heart grow. 
in one of the most wholesome moments of the entire series. I'm not crying, you're crying. It's very sweet. I mean, Tanjiro, he's just such a sweet guy. If I had a daughter, I would, I'd let her date him. Do you have pills in your hoodie pockets? Keys. I got some keys. But yeah, if I had a daughter, I'd let him. I'd let her date him. I mean, he's nice enough to. He's not allowed to do anything with her, but I'd let him. Let well, him date he her. wouldn't. He'd be scared to touch her. I don't think he would. I don't think. He would. I think if he got married, he would. He would do it. And if my daughter, my daughter has to be married for at least two years before she does anything like that. Well, I think actually you said your daughter couldn't hold hands until she was eighteen, and then I told you that your daughter was going to be a slut. Okay, guy. Do not talk about my future daughter like that. Your daughter's not going to like a guy like Tanji. You know why? Because he's not a hoodlum. She's only she's only going to like tough guys with like well, leather jackets. T- oh, Tanji is a tough guy. Drugs. He's a tough ass dude. Did yeah, you see what a, he did with Ruiz. He's a tough guy, but he's not a tough guy. <laughs> She asked him how how that happened, and he said it was just by chance, but if it was Tails, he would have kept tossing it up until it hit heads. The classic two out of three, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many times have you been a part of that, where you start tossing it? Like, well, two out of three, obviously. Until you just get what you Obviously, you're yeah. doing two out of three. We then go to the blowing session of these young gentlemen, and they all are blowing into these gourds. Um, they all do it. They all bust out of these gourds with their blow. Always, strength. always breathtaking when Inosuke doesn't have a boar's head mask on. I know. He is such a beautiful young guy. When, especially if they don't ease you into it. It's just like, boom. He doesn't have one. As like right now, because it's hard to blow gourds when you got a boar's head on. It's hard to blow anything. Just the hair, with the my eyes. Small mouth. It's unbelievable. So Tanji gets to go talk to Giyu, okay? This is what I like. I like seeing Giyu have a formal conversation um, and Giyu says he's heard that he's mastered the breathing technique. So he tells him to keep at it, and Tanji then thanks him for putting his life on the line. And then he says, you can thank me by b- doing good work, and then teleports off. Okay, so Giyu is just a serious guy. But a nice guy. When he started saying stuff like, um, I thought it opened up a window for Giyu to kind of be like sort of a dick and being like, I'm not doing it for the reasons you think I'm doing it for this. But he was, he was just kind of like, it's like, yeah, you know, you're not just keep working hard. You're not going to disappoint me. And then that was him. Teleporting. He is. That's how I imagine it sound. Sensei Yuro Kodaki taught him well. He did. He did. Zenitsu then tries to get the young 12 year olds to fall for him in some weird, for some weird damn reason. I don't know. So, what are your thoughts on Zenitsu? Um, obviously, he's girl crazy, but what do you think about him going after like little ten to twelve year olds? It's dangerous. I uh, my one note is be careful. Yes, um, he's doing the move where you just—it's a dangerous move. You got to be careful. He's doing trans transitive properties where he's like, well, guys, it's not that when I'm twenty eight, they'll be uh, twenty one. And then it'll it'll be fine. Like a few years down the road, no one will even look and gang look at it like it's weird. Yeah, he's like, bro, <laughs> bro, chill out, be careful. Half your age plus seven. Everyone knows. Everyone knows the rules, guys. We'll <laughs> repeat this from from here on out. The only you can only date if you're a gentleman. Yeah. Okay. If you're a fuck boy, maybe you do something different. If you're a gentleman, half your age plus seven. That's the lowest age you can go. Mine would be twenty. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's a little too low for me. I, I like them at least 21. But they better not have slept with anybody in their life. So, Inosuke, see, what are you looking at me like that for? Just, um, you're just a fucking prick asshole is basically what the look was. So. You asked. Inosuke sees this and asks what the hell this creature is, okay? They go out west. They're here. They see the train, and Nosuke is baffled. Okay. is Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Okay. Sorry. He says it's so intimidating and to not let your guard down with this choo-chooing train. Zenitsu then says it's a train where Tanji is falling into this too because they're both uh, bumpkins, according to Zenitsu. That, that, I mean, that's pretty wild that even Tanji doesn't even really know what a train is. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's because all they ever do is walk in fields, you know? Yeah, with sandals. 
and run. So, but this is it. Like with them getting on a train, I wonder if we're gonna see just like completely new like uh, landscapes or places. Like everything's kind of felt pretty well connected. I'm wondering if we're gonna get really wild here, or is it literally just like the train's the issue, and then we just get back on the train and come home? Okay, it's just a never-ending train ride. Oh. You're saying, like, the rest of the series is just going to be on a train? No, it's just like when you go to a train, you feel like they're going somewhere, but the issue at hand is actually on the train. So I guess in theory they would take care of it and then just stay on the train until they get back to where they were. Okay. It just feel, it feels like they're going on more of an adventure than they actually are. Right. So Inosuke takes a step back and then runs. He sprints right at the train and headbutts it. Right. <laughs> causing guards to come after them. Um because they have swords now too they're not hiding their swords this was a, something i didn't really think about is them just walking around with katanas and no one like paying them mind it'll catch your eye until they headbutt a train then it gets a little right once you start headbutting a train people will get a little concerned about the katana. well i mean it's yeah it's kind of like it's the same thing if you see someone um you know with a holstered gun you know maybe you give it like a you give it like a double glance you're like oh shit like you're like, yeah, I mean, it's it's perfectly legal and stuff. But if that person starts like slamming the uh, table at a coffee shop, yeah, then you're kind of like, eh, or they, sure. yeah, they sprint right at the train and headbutt it. <laughs> then you're like, oh, yeah. If they start getting into a, an argument over like, you know, they put too many sugars in their coffee, then you're kind of like, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe we should go. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, um. So yeah, they aren't officially recognized by the government. So them walking around with swords at the Demon Slayer Corps is not. So them walking around with swords is an issue, and the guards come after him. But I mean, they could whoop any of these guards' asses if they. They really could whoop any to. of the guards' asses, but that's not the kind of guys they are. Also, it just further drives home the point of like, how much does the public know? Does I mean the government? Surely they know all. Like they know that there's demons out there. Are they just trying to do this whole thing where they just ignore it? Because it clearly doesn't seem like a case where they've got their own system in place to try and deal with these demons. It's like they're just like, yeah, people shouldn't go to mountains. Yeah. Or what if Muzan is like, we've seen him take multiple forms now. What if he's like a big government official too? Right. He's somehow controlling them not getting involved. I don't know. It's very interesting stuff. Yeah. And are they... A, have they been able to hide from the government this whole time or did the government know does the government know that demon slayers are a thing and they're like on the lookout for them um, obviously I'm not saying like the trained security guards know about it but just like as a whole are they like yeah it feels like they kind of they aren't it feels like they, they know they exist they're just like just stay out of our way when we see you in public causing a ruckus though then we yeah. gotta do something <laughs> they were it. like they're like Really, guys, it's a few simple. You guys do us a service. We'll ignore you. We just have a few demands. Don't headbutt trains. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's rule number one. That's like the most important one. So they talk about hiding their swords. Just they're like, just stick it behind you, like in your pants behind you. And Inosuke's shirtless, so he puts <laughs> his behind, and he's like, he's all happy, like he did it, like he did something, and. Uh, of course, they call him out on that. But also, Inosuke, if I looked like him, I would be shirtless everywhere I went. Yeah. He's ripped. But And it's also hard to say because if I had eyes like him, I'd never wear a mask. But he wears a That's mask. true. That is true. He's a little insecure with his, uh, his self-looks. And he's got two swords. So even harder to hide. Uh, Zenitsu then asks Tanji if he's sure about bringing Nezuko, to which he says that he is. They'll go together and never be apart again. Uh, where the OP starts playing in the background, uh, fucking slaps. They run, catch the train because it starts taking off, and they're on their way to their next journey. End of episode. But give the little tease. What's the little tease? What else about the train? Uh, I missed that. Are you serious? Yeah, I want you to take you it. You think that they just get on the train and they start going off and... Yeah. Credits? And happy ever after, yeah. What happens? The fucking demon is on top of the train? <laughs> I missed that. You didn't know that? I swear I missed that. 
as someone who's also seen season two, you didn't know that. <laughs> I told you. There's a lot I don't remember from this. Yeah, but you also Especially watched this one. episode. <laughs> 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 so, because, because that is the whole reason I was kind of okay with the way they did the order of the episode. If they hadn't have shown that guy... I would have been pissed that they oh, put okay, the yes. second they half. They show the demon that is alive. Don't act like you tree. know now that we've taught now that I'm <laughs> criticizing you about it. All right, a couple things here. One, Tanji's saying we will never be apart again. He talks like this a lot about Nezuko, but being in the finale of season one and how much he hit it hard, there's going to be some terrible shit that happens. And I'm <laughs> very scared about that. Um, yeah, just the way that they say it when you leave off, it's just always like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. I I don't know. It's not a huge deal, but I do wish they would have switched the Muzon stuff to the back half of the episode. Okay. I didn't mind it that much, but I, I mean, I could see where you're coming from. Yeah, it just makes it way more, I don't know, hypes. It's like that's the part that leads into season two. You could have done all the Tanji goodbye stuff, and then like it kind of cuts to black. You're like, wait, that can't be the end of the episode. You go into all the Muzon stuff, and when you get out of that, you see Tanji and them getting on the train and then the demon on top of it. Will Tanji and Kanoa have a uh, a little loving relationship or is that just a little a little tease? Um that's a good question. I guess if I had to ship Tanji with anyone right now, it would be her. Yeah, because she's been through so much shit, he would obviously get the most out of her, mm-hmm. get the most love and purity. He's the only one that had a thought about flipping a coin to make her be able yeah. to talk the rest yeah. of her life. So that's and she hasn't slept around, so that that'd be a good match for him. Also, don't do that again. Why are you doing that? What? They're both pure souls, is what I'm saying. They both they haven't done anything. That's like that. you didn't use a pretty word like pure souls the first time. You said. Didn't sleep around, and I think she's like a 14-year-old girl. They're older than that, Ronnie. They're like 16. You're just weird. God. I gotta... I don't know what... I don't know what to do with you as a co-host. It's a cohort. Don't ever call you me You are a co-host. cohort. <laughs> I, I gotta start disconnecting myself a little bit more every episode. Uh, to be like, people know what I'm talking about. I didn't mean it in that way. They know what I'm talking about. Anyways, anyways, subscribe to us on, on YouTube, guys. No, let's talk about the fucking <laughs> season, dude. I thought it was a good season. All right, I felt like I was kind of coasting through at like a pleasurable rate. Curious to see more about Muzan. Um, there wasn't anything like I felt like I got excited at things more than the actual episodes delivered. It's kind of like they had really cool ideas where I'm like, oh, I'm interested to see where this goes. And then it wasn't that I was let down as much as I was like, all right, that didn't quite hit the limit that right. I was hoping it did. Um, do, where, do you think that heads, do you think it's heading in that direction though? This, yeah. The more Muzan gets into the fold, the more they talk about these big six, um, I think it all all helps. Yeah, I, and I thought the the last like few episodes, it just took a while to get to this. Right. I guess the other thing that would make me excited is if more people like... More people died? You like dying? No, I, like more people like you and some of the other Hashiras get more involved and it's not just the same comedic note with Zenitsu every episode. Yeah, and I mean, hopefully, like they said, Rengoku's here. So we need right. to get all of them. Yeah, yeah, We need to get a lot of them. Like, if they want to do that with Zenitsu, that's fine. But all it's just hard when he's literally basically like the beeline of every story. Now I feel like they are going into this. Maybe they've got other, and he can literally just be like a like a little part of every episode. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm interested to see where they go from here. Um, in a way, I'm kind of, it feels like the first season was all, was like a setup. Right. Set up for things Prelude. to come. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If anyone's watching House of the Dragon, people said that a lot about that. First, like, it was enjoyable, but really, you get to the end, you're kind of like, well, it was all sort of set up for things to come. I was Which watching I it kind of at the same time, and when I got to the end of this, I was like, it kind of feels like maybe, because, like, now, Tanji's mastered the breathing technique the whole time. He's obviously at a whole other level, it seems like he should be, so 
What were you saying? Yeah, and I some shows don't pull that off. Like you, you see that, and you're like, well, you know, I might not watch this. I think they pulled it off pretty good in this though, because there's still a lot of enjoyable moments to be like, oh, I, I'm still looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. What's to come for sure? And there was enough continued storyline to where yeah. it wasn't just like, like I always say, a monster of the week episode every week. It, there was more of a connected plot line that was leading us right. to his, his improvement, Muzan stuff. So excited for season two. Yes, sir. So subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ronnie and Chad. Yep. Um, we just hit 300, folks. It happened. We've been dying to get there for the past seven years. Once again, you're talking about YouTube. That's never been the problem. Twitter was the issue. Oh, we yeah, still Twitter. have not hit 300 on Twitter. At, but yeah, uh, at Ronnie and Chad. Check out our reactions on there. Hopefully, we can do more shows in the future. Actually, we will be doing more shows in the future. Um, so be ready for that. We want to do Demon Slayer when it comes back, right? Season. Yeah, we'll season obviously three. react to season three. Yeah. Do we know when it's coming out? I think it's next year, 2023. Probably closer to the end of the year. Okay, um, so we still got plenty of time yeah, to... I don't think there's an exact date, but... Okay. But yeah, so expect more from that. Um, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad. One extra pot a week. Hopefully we can add some stuff to that too in the future. Yeah, full transparency. It's all just both of our internet suck. And we yeah, can't upload things as much as... But that should be fixed within the next few months, hopefully, and we can get stuff rolling. I'll out. believe it when I see it. It's very hard um, being professional podcasters slash uh, YouTubers that are professional in a way that they don't get paid. Yeah. Um, with DSL connection, correct? Because you live in the middle of the woods in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Woohoo! Figa. <laughs> I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.